Welcome to Spotlight on the Word Sermon series. We thank God for another opportunity to look into the pages of His Word and to be able to learn and use the Word to shape our lives as we grow as Christians. Now today, one of the lessons we are going to look at um, is titled, Do You Love God? Do You Love God? It's a question that comes to all of us. Do you really love God? And how do you love God? It is no wonder that many hymn writers have tried to understand um, how God's love is. And they have written many things about the love of God. And so for before we even talk about how we love God or whether we love God or not, we need to first of all understand the nature of the love of God. And so like I said, in our hymnals, we have several hymns that express wonderful ideas about the love of God towards us. There is one that talks about Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to thy bosom fly. Hide me, O my Savior, hide till the storm of life is past. And so this is talking about um, the love that Christ has towards us jesus the lover of our souls and it doesn't end there we have several other ones that talk about the divine love of god love divine or love excelling joy of heaven to earth come down fixing us thy humble dwelling all thy faithful mercies crown jesus thou art all compassion pure unbounded love thou art visit us with thy salvation enter every trembling heart yet another one that expresses the divine nature of god's love and how excellent god's love is how about this one that says that i was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore very deeply stained with sin uh within sinking to rise no more but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me now save am i love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me so we have several hymns that talk about this wonderful love of god in fact in jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3 the bible said that god loved israel with everlasting love God said, I love you with everlasting love. That is the way God's love is. It's not something that is temporal. It's not something that is based on maybe certain favors that Israel was giving to God. No, God just loved them unconditionally. What about this one? He said, Jesus, my heavenly king loves me. I know praises to him. I sing onward, I go closely to him. I cling blessings still, still flow. I love my savior too and so this one also talks about how jesus loves him and how he is also expressing his love towards christ jesus what about the other one that says that though dark and dreary be lives and are burdens hard to bear there's one whose love will never fail my heart shall never despair my hope is still in him today and he will safely lead to that sweet home beyond the sea. Christ's love is all I need. Yet, we have another hymn that expresses the same idea in Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. That all love, that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee. 
I give thee back the life I owe, that in thy ocean depths its flow may richer, fuller be. These are beautiful hymns that expresses the idea of God. And yet, all these hymns I'm talking about are giving us bits and bits of um, um, idea or painting a bit of the picture of how God's love is. But one of them which really gives us a very wonderful picture about the, the love of God is the one that says that the love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can never tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bow down with care. God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, shall forever more endure from um, the sins of angels' song. I, I think I'm getting the verses mixed up. But this is a, a, a hymn that expresses how great God's love is and how far God's love could go that even tongue or pen can never tell about the love of God. There is another one that talks about the matchless love that we find in God. The matchless love that God has towards us. And so when you read or when you sing these hymns and then you go through all these titles that I'm talking about, they are wonderful hymns that express the idea that indeed God loves us. It tells us that indeed God loves us. But the painful thing is that when you talk about our love towards God, how? How much do we love God? Do we really love God? And what shows that we really love God? Yes, of course, I know. Like the hymn I just spoke about, help us to understand that God's love is, is, in fact, we can't finish understanding how wonderful God's love is. Because when you think about it, people like us who are not so much worthy because of the life that we live, because of who we were back then, and God out of his own love, Romans chapter 8 or Romans chapter 5 verse 7 and 8, God out of his own love drew us closer to himself and saved us from our sin. It tells you of how deep and how wonderful the love of God is. And so, how do you love God? Do you really love God? This is a question we need to ask ourselves. And I need us to ponder over this question over and over because if we really love God, there are certain things that must change in our lives. There are certain things that we need to do that will show that we indeed love God. When you read John chapter 21, verse 15 to 16, Jesus asked Peter, Peter the son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter says, Lord, you know I love you. Then Jesus said that if you love me, feed my lambs. You continue and say, Peter, do you really love me? Peter says that, Lord, you know I love you. He says, feed my sheep. Continue and say that, Peter, do you really love me? Peter says that, Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. And so when you read these verses, actually those who have done some studies in the Greek language will tell you that Jesus asked two different or different questions. For the first and second question, do you love me? The question is about, do you, um, the love there is agape. Do you love me? He's talking about agape. In a way that um, Peter loved God, even beyond, that's why he said, do you, re- uh, do you love me more than this? Beyond the company of his friends, beyond the profession he loves 
or he enjoys um, doing that is the fishing week so jesus is asking peter do you really love me jesus wants peter to kind of be committed to that level that's agape form of what love for god that unconditional form of what love it isn't because maybe we get certain benefits from god that is why we have to love god that is what jesus is asking and surprisingly when jesus asked that peter do you agape me or do you love me agape peter will say lord i feel you that is i love you with brotherly love and then jesus went again and asked peter do you agape do you love me and peter will respond lord i feel you meaning i love you with brotherly love so jesus asked all this three times and all that peter could give is that i love you with uh, brotherly love that is filio or filio but jesus expects peter's love to actually reach a point where peter is not going to love god because of certain but rather an unconditional form of love like the way jesus loved us taking people who are fishermen who are not deserving and turning them into fishers of men this is what we are talking about and so in the third question jesus actually came down to the level of peter and asked peter do you feel me meaning do you love me with brotherly love and then peter said yes lord i love you with brotherly love but i know that later peter will learn to come to that point where he loves god and even is willing to offer himself regardless of all the persecution and the thing that will come upon him that is the level we want to get to and when you read the gospels when you read the epistles we come across paul another character that demonstrated how wonderful the love of god is and it's because he understood what the love of god is and so in galatians chapter 2 verse 20 he says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me and so because of this Paul didn't care whether he was stoned. Paul didn't care whether he was shipwrecked. Paul didn't care whether he was um, um, jailed or all that. Even in his chains, he begot people to become children of God. In his chains, he still preached to people. This is what we are talking about when we understand the love of God. If we understand the love of God, it will also cause us to love God in such a way that our work will not be an excuse for evangelism our resources or our scanty resources will not be an excuse for doing things for god our wives our children our friends our families will not be an excuse we will rise above all these reasons and love god and be willing to give our all in all for the work of god as i said this wouldn't be the only time or the only thing that or the only um, sermon that we will give about this particular topic and i know that in near time or future we'll still talk about this particular topic but today i leave you with this question to keep pondering over it do you love god and how do you love god do you really really think you love god if you think you do then first of all think about the love of god the love of god is greater far than tongue or or pen can ever tell this is what we are talking about god's love is matchless we can't match anyone's love with god not even the love of a mother 
not even the love of a mother. It is beyond that. That is how wonderful the love of God is. And when we think about this love, it will cause us to also develop that kind of love for God. May the Lord bless us as we think about these things. And so if we love God as Christians, we will shun all evil and strive daily to live lives that are worthy of His calling and to make sure that people look at us People look at the message we carry, not only our, our, our speeches, but our lifestyle and our zeal, our commitment to the work of God. And that will be a message to them to also join in and we all worship God in spirit and in truth. If we love God, we will involve ourselves in the work of preaching, evangelism, telling people about this wonderful love of God. And if you love God, I don't think you still remain in your sins. You will give your life to Christ through baptism. He says, if you love me, obey my commandment. The Lord says that we should repent and be baptized for the remission of our sins. Acts 2, 38. And I believe that if you love the Lord, you will definitely do that. Do you really love God? How do you love God? Are you sure you love God? Today, I've come to remind you about that wonderful love of God and to cause you to think about how to develop a very, very deeper love for God. May the Lord bless you for listening to this message. Bye.